What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Is your identity in Christ? Do we allow other people to take away our peace and to become dismayed or despondent? What about all that's happening in our world? In this episode, we will discuss our identity as Christians and how that needs to be rooted very firmly in Christ for us to have a life that is meaningful and with purpose. Hi, everyone. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and today we are going to talk about our identity in Christ. This is episode 147, and I want to thank our sponsor, uh, Media Angels. You can find out more information at MediaAngels.com, the book One More Child, um, as well as A Few Minutes with God, and you can find both of those uh, in digital or uh, print on Amazon or on my website. For today's show notes, you can go to a few minutes with God podcast.com and look for episode 147 Identity in Christ. Recently, I was saddened uh, when I heard of a situation uh, where a child was being bullied. And this is a group of Christian kids. And it was sad to me because the child that was hurt is one I love deeply who sees the good in other people, who gives people the benefit of the doubt. And this child was hurt by cruelty of the words uh, that really cut her and took away uh, what she believed about herself. And how does this happen? How can we allow the words of someone else to hurt us to the point that we're questioning everything? Those we love are given the power by virtue of our trust to hurt us. We are basically handing over our hearts and uh, in a lesser extent, of course, to our friends. You know, in the case of friendship, it's not only about the friendship, but it's our ability to enjoy each other's company, uh, to want to be with them. And, you know, truthfully, we uh, learn a lot about ourselves when we are with our friends. And in essence, we we trust them. We trust them not to hurt us physically or psychologically. And I'm not a psychologist, but it doesn't take one to know that those who lash out are often those who are hurting within themselves, and we need to pray for them. 
And we don't know the reason, you know, we don't know what this cry for help is. But instead of showing vulnerability, they come off as being harsh or judgmental. And in a conversation I shared um, with those that were hurt, I was led to, in my mind, you know, as, as I'm talking and praying um, about what to say, because it's, it's hard. It's hard to just say, well, you know, you shouldn't allow this to hurt you because we've all been in that situation and we've all been hurt um, by, by someone's words. And so I explained um, about the Beatitudes, which they were aware of, and we went over a few of them. And I explained that our identity, our self-esteem, our self-worth can only come from Christ. It should not have been a surprise to me, but it was when I went to church and found out that the gospel reading for the day was on the Beatitudes. It was as if the Lord was saying, yes, you got it right. It's only in me that your identity lies. When we look at Matthew 5, 1 through 12, we see that the Beatitudes, also known as the Sermon on the, on the Mount, and Jesus was talking to crowds, and he went up to the mountain, and he sat down with his disciples, and he began to teach them. And these words ring true today. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Thus they persecuted the prophets who were before you. The only solution rests in Christ and his love. But how do we move this away from our heads to our hearts? We know in our heads that our identity comes from Jesus Christ. But how do we live in this world and live with insults and live with things that are being said all around us? We want to be loved and cherished and only by, you know, the grace of God. Does he give us families where we can be nurtured and encouraged? Does he give us, you know, people that love us? But what about our friends? How do we choose our friends and select our friends. And many times it's difficult. It really is. How do we who yearn for true happiness find it if we're constantly allowing others to rob us of our peace? Happiness? What is this? And why do we allow others to steal this from us? The key word in the teachings of Christ are the proclamation of joy. And where do we find this? In the Beatitudes, we find it, especially with the words, blessed are they. People are made for happiness and we thirst for righteousness. Christ has the answers to our desires, but, and this is a big but, he asks us to trust him. True joy can't ever be attained without God. I'm going to say that again. True joy 
can't ever be attained without God. Sure, we can be happy without thinking of God, and we can do something fun and think it's so great and enjoy ourselves. But that's not true happiness. That's fleeting happiness. That's happiness of the moment. To have the happiness and the joy that surpasses all understanding, we have to understand that there's going to be pain and strife and things that happen in our life. And that's not easy. Living the Christian life is not easy. The Beatitudes are the road sign that show us this journey. And that is so important. In a speech that comes from John Paul II at World Youth Day, he said, Jesus didn't just proclaim the Beatitudes. He didn't just give us a road map or point the way with the sign. No, Jesus lived the Beatitudes. Romans 12, specifically um, the first few, one and two, states, I urge you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. And I meant to say transformed, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. This conversion, friends, takes place within our minds, a transformation in our minds. It starts there before it can get to our hearts. And for that peace, that peace and that joy, we have to understand that we cannot conform to this world, but we live in this world. So how do we do that? While we live in this world, we do not need to be transformed and follow along and be blind sheep. I think the biggest problem today is people don't think. They don't think for themselves. They want to be told what to do. And believe me, there are a lot of voices out there that will tell you exactly what to do. The only voice you need to listen to is that of the Lord's. The only way you can do this, and are you ready for this profound idea, is to spend a few minutes with God. You probably knew I was going to say that, right? The whole topic and an overview of this entire podcast is spending time with God. And you need to do this in quiet. If you can't do it, and you have to shut out the world around you, find a place, find a place that's quiet. Do it in the in the evening. I have a friend who wakes up um, early, early in the morning, like at three and four o'clock in the morning, the Lord wakes her up and she spends time with God and she writes down what the Lord's telling her and then she goes back to sleep. That's the only time she has of quiet and she gets up and she spends time with God. Spending time with God is never wasted time. In our loud world with all the noise that bombards us external and internal, it becomes more and more difficult. But our identity to Christ is really a bridge to God. Christ is the symbol of peace between man and God, between heaven and earth. Christ has destroyed any obstacle to peace. He is known as the Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Mighty God, Prince of Peace. In reverse, the Prince of Darkness keeps us in bondage and allows us to remember over and over and over again as if the record is stuck 
every mistake we've made, every hurt that's been, you know, shared by someone or, um, you know, we, we remember these thoughts over and over again. And we need to come against that in the name of Jesus. Christian peace comes from the cross, from the death and resurrection. The struggle is not ours. The struggle has been won. Can we follow? Can we truly be an instrument of God's peace? Our own hearts have to be conformed to Christ. Mother Teresa of Calcutta showed what it was like to be a peacemaker. She showed this in a country where those who were poor were considered less than human, left on the side of the road to die. Mother Teresa said, the fruit of silence is prayer. The fruit of prayer is faith. The fruit of faith is love. The fruit of love is service. The fruit of service is peace. I pray the peace and joy that surpasses all understanding comes to you, friends. And that is my prayer for you. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, give us the time. Expand our time so that we can truly spend time in silence with you. We want to hear your voice. We want to experience a taste of heaven on earth. We want to believe because we know in our heads, but we need to know in our hearts that your love can and will sustain us. We ask, my God, for a blessing on all those who have hurt us. We ask that you who are love will bless them and show them your love for them, a love that can blot out any hurt. Dear Lord, I ask that you shower me with your grace to realize that my identity as a person is only in you, that you help me, Lord, to become the person you have made me to be. I ask for the following prayers and intentions. Please, Lord, help those I pray for, and I pray this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Felice on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.